0: Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, Leader of the Heart. I want to welcome you to the Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Now, uh, we, last week, started a series called The Inconvenience of Connection. The inconvenience of connection, and boy, is connection inconvenient. It's work, right? It's scary. Sometimes it fails. So we talked about last week, right, is taking a risk to connect. Because when we take a risk to connect, it can fail. It can succeed, but it can fail. That's why every connection we make with every person in our life is a risk, and so today, what I want to do is I want to dig a little bit further into that, a little bit further into the inconvenience of connection, because risk is inconvenient, and I want to talk about what it's like to put ourselves out there. And I don't mean just risking a connection with somebody. I don't mean just maybe, okay, for this conversation, I'm going to trust this person. I, I, I mean in a way where we, we really put ourselves out there and we join a club or become part of a community somewhere. We step outside of our self. It, it, it's one thing to be in our living room or our bedroom and we we risk a connection by texting somebody or calling somebody or sending a sending a message, uh, whatever. I, I was going to say AOL. I was trying to reach for an old one. AOL Instant Messenger. Is anybody old enough to remember AOL Instant Messenger? Okay. The rest of you are lying. One thing to risk a connection that way, right? It's another thing. It's another thing to get ready, get your shoes on, look at yourself in the mirror, and say, "I guess this is fine," <laughs> and then walk outside, and then join a part of a community. Even, even this, right? There's even sometimes where you know you, you feel like you can. Let's say you can work from home. You can you need to do some stuff on your laptop, okay, whatever. And you're gonna do some stuff at home. Doesn't it take a lot more effort? to say, I'm going to get ready, I'm going to get my laptop, put it in the bag, and I'm going to go to a coffee shop and be part of it. Even though you're just doing your own thing, it takes so much more effort, right, to say, okay, I'm going to go do my own thing just with people around. There's something about putting ourselves out there where we kind of build on that risk we were talking about from last week, right? We build on that risk and we say, okay, I'm going to choose to be a part of something. Now, in a way... You ever heard the phrase, preaching to the choir? In a way, I'm already speaking to the singers. You guys are here. You're here in the room. You've you've taken the risk. You got ready. You came out to be a part of a community. And sometimes it's a little bit safer because you don't have to face each other and talk to each other, right, except for that one moment where we make you face each other. You can just kind of look at me and look at, you know, look at the band, and you never have to look at each other, and you can sprint out of here at the prayer at the end, and that's fine. But what does life look like? What can life look like if you and I were to choose to be a part of something bigger than us? Even if it's a small uh, small group of people, a club, whatever it is. So I started thinking about this for myself. And I, I know that I, I naturally lean, okay, towards creating community wherever I go. So I, I, if I go to a coffee shop more than five times, I know everyone who works there. I know their name. You know, I, I like to get to know people. I like meeting new people, but I also know that not everyone is that way. And, I, and it got me thinking is that even though that might be easier for me than it is for you, let's say, that doesn't mean that putting myself out there is easier for me than it is for you. You know, when it comes to joining different things, there's different things that I feel more, uh, it's easier for me to join this community than this one, right? If I go to, let's say, a coffee shop, it's easy for me to be a part of that community because I know that I'm welcome because I'm going in and I'm going to pay for my coffee. I don't care what people think of me there as much because. You know, I'm going to go in, I'm going to get my coffee, I'm going to say hello, and I'm going to, you know, crack some joke about something because I'm funny. You know, whatever. Or i think I am. But, but, this year I wanted to give myself a challenge, this is true, and I joined Gold's Gym. No big deal, right? Well, all of these, now all of a sudden, it's not a coffee shop. Yeah, I'm paying to go there, but it's not a coffee shop. All of a sudden, I'm thinking, okay, everyone, this is this is literally how I think, okay? And if you don't think this way, that's okay. Just follow along with me. This is literally how I think. I'm going to go to Gold's Gym, and everyone there is going to be more fit than I am. Everyone there is going to be younger than I am. Everyone there is going to be better at everything weights than I am. And I'm going to have this big flashing red light over me of like, check out the new guy who doesn't even know how to use the weight. And I'm putting a barbell on my foot and I'm just doing things wrong or, you know what I mean? Like, these are all the fears that I have. So I feel like, you know, and it's not like I've never worked out before. So before I go to Gold's gym, I call my son and I say, Hey man, what am I supposed to wear? <laughs> what what should I wear? What should I wear? What kind of shoes do I wear? Am I going to be a dork if I, you know, wear my running shoes? Does anybody even wear running shoes anymore? I don't know the rules. So it's not just just because I have an easy time creating community doesn't mean in every situation I feel like, yeah, I'll just put myself out there no matter what. And so I wonder for you, Where are you putting yourself out there? Where are you afraid to put yourself out there? Where is it easy to put yourself out there? Maybe for you, you, there's certain areas of your life that are like, well, that's easy. That comes naturally to me. This part is easy. It's very difficult to do this. It's very difficult to do that. Right, An an easy example is Connect Group. We talk about Connect Group all the time. And Connect Group takes a bigger step, doesn't it? right, because you can listen to the Heart Podcast, and you can listen to that whenever, but it takes a little bit more of a step to watch the live stream on Sunday when it's live streaming, right? That's a little bit more of, a, of an investment. And then it takes more of an investment to get ready and show up here on a Sunday, right? And then it takes even more of an investment to show up on a Sunday and say, hey, I'd like to volunteer to help set up or tear down or whatever it is you guys need help with. That takes an investment, And then it takes more of an investment to give up a weeknight, those precious, precious weeknights, to say, I'm going to go to a connect group. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to go to a stranger's house. And I'm going to stare awkwardly at people as they ask me questions that are seemingly too deep to ask strangers. And then we're going to get into these very deep conversations about faith and life and death and sickness and divorces and babies and miscarriages and all of that with people that we don't know all that well. Do you see the big, giant investment that takes but here's what we find. Again, if you weren't here last week, we talked about that risk of connection, right? Here's what we find is when we, when we build upon that risk, when we allow ourselves to build upon that risk, we see that it's a chance to grow our faith. And, and we might all have a little bit different reasons why we're in this room right now. Uh, we might all have different things that we're going through in life and in our, in our faith and in our in our marriages and our parenting and at our jobs. We all have different things that we're worried about and stressed about. But I think something that pulls at us, and I could be assuming this for you, and if I'm wrong, I don't want to know about it. I think something that pulls at each of us is this idea to grow our faith, even if it's just a little bit. This idea of, maybe not, maybe just the idea of, can my faith even grow? And maybe that's why you're here today. That's why you're listening today. That's why you're watching today. So I wanna look at a particular verse here together. And it's a few verses, but it's, it gets a little bit wordy. You know, this author gets a little wordy sometimes. And so it's gonna be a few different slides, so just hang with me on this. This is gonna be out of the book, of Romans. And Romans is actually a letter, okay, written by a man named Paul. He was writing this letter to a group of people that were trying to figure out faith, much like you and I are. How to walk in faith. What does God even want? Huh? What do we do? How do we approach prayer? How do we approach life? How do we approach faith? And so, Paul, this guy Paul, he writes this letter and he kind of He's talking about the different themes of God's grace, right? God's love for us, how to walk in that, how to understand that. So I want to look at this particular part where he talks about community. He talks about togetherness. He talks about an us, right? There's so many times in faith where we're talking about you, right? Where it's this is your challenge, it's your faith, it's something you need to do, it's your. Problem, your worries. So it's kind of fun. Every now and then, when it's talking about us. So this is Romans chapter twelve. This is uh, I'm going to read verses three through five, and I'm going to read this out of the Passion Translation. So if you read this later, or you have you know whatever your your version, the version of the Bible that you read might look a little bit different. That's okay. It's no big deal. It's an ancient language, ancient tradition, ancient world that we're trying to understand, and it's many different translations. Helped, it helps us to, to get a good uh, rounded glimpse of what these authors are trying to say about this faith that we're trying to figure out still, even still. Okay, so check this out. This is Romans chapter 12, verses 3 through 5. Paul says, God has given me grace to speak a warning about pride. I would ask each of you to be emptied of self-promotion and not create a false image of your importance. I want to stop right there real quick. Actually, I'm sorry. I think I am, I know this is going to surprise you, I am a very sarcastic person. Can you believe it? I like sarcasm. I think sarcasm is fun. I think it's funny. It also has gotten me in a lot of trouble over the years. And I say that because sometimes, sometimes when I read the Bible... I'll read something like that, and I'll feel like, well, that seemed a little ouch, right? Don't create a false image of your own importance. Ask. I, I, I like this, ask each of you to be emptied of self-promotion and not create a false image of your own importance. And I think me thinking that that is a jab, me thinking that that is a shot at me, at us, whoever's reading this, says more about me <laughs> than it does about this verse. So maybe that's just for me and you don't need that. You can just throw that away. But I read that, I, I was reading that this week and, and I thought... You know, sometimes I think really highly of myself, and sometimes I think really, really, really low of who I am. And so since I'm in that kind of journey of these super low lows and these these highs, I read that and I think, okay, well, maybe not creating a false image of my importance doesn't mean don't always think that you're super cool, but it also could mean Don't always think that you're lower than what God thinks about you. You see what I'm saying? It can be easy to say, oh, this is what it means. Because when I think of self-promotion, self-promotion is not just the good stuff. Because I'll self-promote how sad I am. (laughs) Mm -mm. No one self-promotes better than me. Because only I can self-promote. You get it or no? No one else can self-promote for me. But maybe it's not about not just thinking too highly. It's also about not thinking too low of yourself. So maybe, like I said, maybe that was just for me, and that's okay. But I hope if if that's part of your journey or where you're at right now that you can see a little bit of that in this verse. Okay, let's continue. Romans 12, that was verse 3. Let's continue. Instead, honestly assess assess your worth by using your God-given faith as the standard of measurement then you will see your true value with an appropriate self-esteem. I love that. Your true value with an appropriate self-esteem. Continue. In the human body, there are many parts and organs, each with a unique function, and so it is in the body of Christ. That's us. For though we are many... We've all been mingled into one body in Christ. This means that we are all vitally joined to one another with each contributing to the others. We are all vitally joined with one another with each contributing to the others. Now, maybe if you grew up in a church or have been to church before, you might have heard this particular verse, might sound familiar to you. It's okay if it doesn't. It's okay if it does but I really liked this verse for what we're talking about today because what we're talking about, like I said, is the inconvenience of connection. Because one of our core values at the heart is connection. It's something that just naturally flows from who we are. But that doesn't make it convenient. In fact, there are many things, many things that we do in life that are not convenient. Sometimes we do things because we want to, even if they're not convenient. Sometimes we do things because we have to, even if they're not convenient. So convenience has never been the measure of whether you're going to do something or not. Maybe sometimes it is. But many times, many times, the things that matter the most are not convenient. And so I like this verse for this idea today uh, of putting ourselves out there to be a part of something, putting ourselves out there to be a part of a community, a part of a group, a part of a club. Because if we build on that risk that we talked about last week, if we build on that risk of connection, it takes that next step of investment to say, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring myself out to meet strangers, to be in a strange environment. Those are big things to do. Those are big things to choose to do. But I like what Paul is saying. What happens? What happens when we when we gauge our true value with appropriate self-esteem, I'm talking to you Dominic. Then what we see is the people around us are part of a group already. We fit together. I wrote this down. Choosing, excuse me, choosing to be a part of community, choosing to be part of a community, it takes faith and it grows faith. It takes faith to step out there. And what's beautiful about it is the faith that it took to put yourself out there. What you'll find, I promise you'll find this. Not with every risk. Like I said, not every risk ends in a reward. But the faith that it takes to put yourself out there and be a part of something will in turn grow your faith. This God-given faith that Paul talks about here. I love that, God-given faith. I love how empowered we are to use our faith, to have faith. But I also love that it's this gift, it's this gift of faith that God gives us, right? Wouldn't Wouldn't it be terrible? Wouldn't it be rough? if you needed to earn it, (laughs) if you needed to earn your faith, how could you ever know? How would you ever know? I would be in the negative, whatever the balance is. However, heaven's spreadsheets work. (laughs) But we don't need to. It's a God-given faith. It's a gift. It's a gift of faith. And when we use it, it grows. When you take the leap, when you say, I'm going to use what little bit of faith I have, or maybe you don't even have any faith. I'm going to use whatever faith God says that he gives me, and I'm going to put myself out there. And when I put myself out there, let's see if anything happens. And watch, when you use that God-given faith, it'll grow your faith. The next thing I wrote down is this. When you become part of a community, when you become part of a community, you find the missing parts of you. When you become part of a community, you find the missing parts of you. If you're anything like me, you know what you love to do? Is hang around people that are just like you. This is true, I think one of the funniest people on earth is my friend Matthew Worthington. Maybe you've met him. You know why I think he's so funny? Anybody guess? All we do for, for 10 years of our friendship is we repeat the same jokes back to each other. It's like a mirror. And we're just we're just saying the same thing back and forth, back and forth. And I'm like, man, this guy is hilarious. This guy gets comedy. <laughs> and all he's doing is just repeating what I said the week before. <laughs> that is absolutely true. <laughs> That's not to say we're not different, but we can get stuck just hanging around people that are like us. And so it's good for people like me and Matt to be around people that are not just like us because they help us see what's missing in our life. What's missing about how we approach this problem Anytime I find someone, it's like this treasure hunt. Now, when I find someone that doesn't think like I think, I'm like, wow, how did how does your brain work? Logically, never heard of it. (laughs) You don't get pulled around by your heart and emotions, weirdo. What are you, a computer? (laughs) Right? But if I just say, okay, I want to be around people that are like me, then I'm missing out, I'm missing out on how we all fit together. And if you ever notice, when you see a couple, right, one of them is kind of wild and one of them's kind of controlled. Not all the time, not all the time. One of them, Friday night comes up and they're like, let's get out of here and go do something, let's go take some communion. You know what I mean? And the other one is like, oh, Friday's here. Finally, we don't have to wake up early for work tomorrow. We're, all, we're just going to stay in and watch some TV and sleep, right? You know what I'm talking about? Who are the sleepers? Who Friday comes and you're ready to sleep. Okay, who are the Friday comes and you're ready to take communion on Friday night? Okay. <laughs> uh, I like that communion bit. You can use that. Right? But we need each other, don't we? Don't we? because there are times on a friday night where it's good to just stay at home and relax and after cuz i am definitely i am out taking communion but there are sometimes on a friday night I'll be, uh, you know stay home I'm like hey actually that was that was not bad imagine resting being good for you <laughs> imagine but then there's sometimes where someone just w- doesn't want to do anything on a friday night and they kind of get pulled out by their friends right they kind of get pulled out by their partner they kind of get pulled out into doing something fun going bowling going out to dinner going to the movies and that person who would rather stay at home can say well that wasn't so bad that was actually quite a lot of fun and these are the that's a that's a small example of how we fit together. Last thing I I wrote down I want to read for you is this. We're not meant to be on our own. However you think God designed us or created us or built us or whatever, we are not meant to be on our own. We are created to fit together, to belong with each other. That's what Paul's talking about here, the body of Christ. All of us needing to work together to be together, to create this beautiful expression of faith, this beautiful expression of humanity. And so what I want you to do is I want you to choose to be a part of something. And I know, like I said, you're already here. Maybe you can come to Connect Group. Maybe Connect Group is a thing. Maybe there's a book club that somebody at work has been bothering you to join. You can join that that book club. Maybe there's a, a sports league at your work or with your friends or whatever, and you can join. You can join that. Be a part. Put yourself out there. Watch why it doesn't have to be a faith based thing, right? You can come to Connect Group if you want to. I want you to. That'd be fun but it didn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be a faith-based thing for it to grow your faith. That's what I'm saying. Is right here, Paul's not talking about going to church. He's talking about finding people around you and seeing how you fit together, seeing that you belong to each other, seeing that we work together. That's what's beautiful about community. Is you'll be able to see where you're not patient. Can somebody, because somebody's going to show you what patience is. Looks like. Or you can see, you can find out that you are more patient than you thought because you see someone that is less patient. Somebody that's further along in their life that can give some sage wisdom. Or somebody that's young that can remind you that life doesn't have to be so serious. We all fit together. We all have different things that we're good at and different things that we're not. So I want you, I want you to put yourself out there. I don't know what that looks like for you. I don't know. I can't know. But I do know that every time you practice your faith, it has a chance to grow. I do know that every time you let faith take you a little bit further than you were ready for, it creates more room for your faith to grow. I know that to be true, at least in my life. Well, that's not true. Uh, Other people have told me that that, that's what happens for them. So I know that to be true in some people's lives. that if you let your faith pull you a little, just a little bit further than you were comfortable with, you'll get to see how much more room your faith can grow. If you could close your eyes real quick and bow your head, I want to pray for you this morning. God, thank you so much for the opportunity to practice our faith. We're grateful for the faith that we have, the faith that we have been given by you. I pray that in those times and moments when we're not sure of ourselves, when we lack that self-esteem, when we are not where we want to be, that we would remember our true value comes from who you say we are, not from what we have earned. So I pray that we would be bold, that we would be brave, that we would put ourselves out there, letting our faith stretch us, pull us farther than our comfort zone so we can have room for our faith to grow. And we thank you for that. We pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheart.church forward slash next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.